Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's good, Internet? It is December 8th. No, wrong. December 5th. December 5th. 2016, we are coming to you live. For real, we are coming to you live from the... Right, wait, hold on, Austin. What? We're alive, but it's showing a black screen on the Twitch stream. <laughs> Why would it do that? Why would it be doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I love all of this. I can hear us laughing. I can, Why is it no, Yeah, the audio, the audio works, but it's it's as calls in a separate window. See, I'm not sure what that I means. The win- I, I can see the window, I think it's it, black. It's... It's, it's not, not good. There we go. We okay. Back. It worked. It just took a second. It oh. needed to think. Okay. It needed to think a little bit. We are coming to you live. We're doing <laughs> it from the Brick House, from the Digital from Pyramids, the Brick House. from Vice HQ in Brooklyn, from this little conference room. Special room. We've taken over. For special people. This is going to be a short podcast because we have this room until 1 o'clock. <laughs> it is 12.23 while we are recording. We are still going to record this podcast and launch it live later again. Second, second live. Second life. Of second the life. Yes. I am Austin Walker. Joining me as always, Patrick Klepek, Danielle Riendo. Yeah. We can see each other. We can see. Hello, you. hello, hello. We can. I'm gonna try to stay focused, and and we're gonna, we're gonna get through an hour long podcast in forty, thirty seven minutes. Thirty seven. <laughs> okay. Time to hustle. Let's do it. Yeah. How's it going? How are your weekends? Good. Good. I played a lot of Dishonored, but we've talked about that a lot, so maybe. Well, maybe we talk how far? How far have you? At least, uh, how far have you gotten? Where are you at? I am in the the dust district, and I am taking my my sweet time mm-hmm. as usual. I am. Here's the thing I found out about Dishonored. Playing it last night, I was playing with my dog. It was wonderful. He was on my lap. He was very cute. And I was petting him and playing. Yeah. I realized where the the like phantom kills are coming from Ooh. in my game because I I've been going through non lethally, but like every now and then there's a kill, and I'm like, what the hell? I like. Knocked them out. I left them in the recovery position, like a good EMT. Like, I put them in a safe place <laughs> on their left side. Rats have been eating ah. people, and that counts as a kill. And I had no idea yeah. that that actually counted until last night I actually encountered the rats eating a guy. That's and I was like, dishon- I knocked him out. And That's yeah. a big Dishonored 1 thing that they did. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, so in Dishonored 1, that yeah. happened all the time. He was like, oh, the rat plague. I didn't know that came back over for Dishonored 2. Apparently it did, because even though they're not plague rats, they're just like... Hungry. Beastly rats who eat your face when yeah. you're knocked out. That's the thing. You would wake up. Even if you were passed out, you would probably wake up if a rat know. was eating your face. You hit those guys pretty hard. I did. I guess I so did. So that's on you. I, was, I played a little rough. That, ha- that happened to me too, Danielle, and I think that's actually like a really poorly implemented way of... Like the, the the emergent world uh, interlocking with uh, your kid, like because that's as I've gone back. Once someone pointed that out to me, I said, "Oh, that makes sense." Because I never, th- they're probably getting killed by the dudes that I'm just leaving in the streets, right. yeah. um, or like putting in a corner. Uh, and and it was a bummer. Not not that like the achievement means anything to me. Like I still ended up playing ninety nine point nine 
percent stealthy, but it was just a bummer to have like you're like, oh, I did it, and then you see like two kills. It's like, no, that's not possible. And then realizing it's yeah. it's because of the oh, also, uh, uh, if it's not the rats, um, the blood flies yes, can right. also uh, kill uh, enemies. So it's like those both make sense. And in, in a way, I appreciate that the world can do those things, but I find that at odds with the game encouraging you to do, like, you know, all stealth right. runs. And for actions that are unrelated to the player, you can have that stuff disrupted unless you're constantly checking a menu to see your stats. Does that, which that does that seems, show up in the stat menu? Yeah, yeah, you can... Okay. But you have to pause yeah, you to can do it mid -mission. Get out of the game. It's not like you can just, like, flip yeah. a menu or yeah. anything, like, especially playing on console. And it's a little annoying. It's like an A- minus instead of an A, and it's like, I deserved I also like a, that that, you know? that that suggests that there's a way to go through this game Mr. Magoo style, just fucking up. <laughs> like, you're completely the best of intentions, and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm gonna knock this guy out and put him here, and they're like, oh, he's in dead. The Right, even. you end up with like the high chaos ending because you've magooed your way through yeah. by mistake, killing dozens and dozens of people. Emily Caldwin is Mr. Magoo yeah. in Dishonored too. That's it, basically. It's still a great game. I'm just like, yeah, that one bit. It, you know, I didn't, I didn't get any further in Dishonored two. My plate was filled this weekend with other games. But you were playing with a very special cat flying bird. Bird creature. It doesn't fly. It has wings, oh. but it like it can jump. Okay. Its jumps are really good. It can do cool jumps. Trico from The Last Guardian has some good ass jumps. It's got those ups. Like it, it can get ups. up there. Um so we got the last guardian last week. I put some time aside on the weekend to finally get into it. That game is interesting. I, <laughs> yeah. I haven't looked at any reviews yet at okay. all. I know they're out there. Um I have an email about a review that I'll read in a little bit, but or about reviews in general of that game. My impression is, and my impression while playing it was like, oh, people aren't going to like this game. And the big reason I don't think people are, are going to say that they don't like this game is the camera controls are butt. <laughs> They're really <laughs> not bad. A good butt. And not just the camera controls. That's not true. It's not the camera controls. Like it's a, it's a kind of a floaty camera, or like it, it fights you a little bit. Like it doesn't want to do the thing you want it to do. Um, oh, you mean it's a team, it's eco, a team eco game? game. Uh, but also the like the level design is built such that it's constantly fighting the camera. Like mm. there are lots of tight spaces, and you know, sort of like Titanfall or something. There are two scales to this game. There's like the little boy scale of you running around, and then there's the Trico scale. And those two things just don't mesh cleanly. Like Trico is constantly getting in the way of the camera, and it's like, oh, it's black for a second. Or uh, the other thing that happens is just like. It's just impossible to see where you're at. Or the most frustrating one is there are these big cinematic moments every once in a while where a bridge is collapsing or you're, like, falling and then Trico catches you or whatever. Um, all sorts of stuff like that happen. And when they happen, they happen at a point where it's like, I'm desperate for action to happen. I've been doing puzzles for the last hour and a half. I need something that feels like a narrative progression, even if that narrative progression is just like, oh, Trico caught me. That means we're close friends now. And, like, the camera misses those moments all the time, too. And, like, oh, no. those are scripted sequences, dog. Like, your camera work needs to be on point for those. And it just misses it sometimes. It's very strange and oh. weird. So that's one reason why I think people will really dislike it. The controls are also kind of a pain and, like, aren't... They don't do the thing. They don't feel smooth again, like like most Team Ico games. They're, they're very slippery. Yes, um, yes. And that's that. You know that defined you know the previous two games from from Udo Ueda. And that, I think that's what surprised me when I finally sat down and played this game for the better part of ninety minutes at E three mm -hmm. was, oh, uh, this game is stri ripped straight out of PlayStation yes. two. Um, like the, the I think they're when you think about the that game's you know. Uh, you know, lengthy, you know, ten year development or nine years or whatever it is. You, you thought you know, look at like Final Fantasy. 
<laughs> that just came out. And that's a game that clearly evolved, changed, adapted, yeah. tried to become something that felt incredibly relevant to sort of like current design mm-hmm. tropes um, and, and trends in 2016. The Last Guardian is like the antithesis of that. The Last Guardian is what The Last Guardian was. Like I don't know that for a fact, right? I can't remember. You know, I don't have like a deep insight, but it feels like oh. they just made the game with the design document they had nine years ago and just got around to finishing it now for like warts and, and all. And the biggest example of that for me is that it's long. Like, I'm six, seven hours in, something like that, maybe five, but I feel like I'm a third of the way through. Like, I feel like I just hit the big act one ending. Um, and reading reviews of people saying, you know, or, or hearing from people I know who are doing reviews, it took them 15 hours to beat the game. It's like, I don't want to be playing this for another 10 hours. In the time since Shadow of the Colossus, we've had Journey, we've had Limbo and Inside, we've had Brothers, we've had all these games that are loosely in this same evocative, puzzly platformer, you know, uh, genre that do stuff in a tight four hours, yeah. five hours maybe, like a single sitting game. And if The Last Guardian was like a really good single sitting game with like some reason to replay it, I would be way happier than I am right now with it. Um, I have to ask, is it ahead. is it scratching the itch of Shadow of the Colossus? And Eco? No. Is it, ah. it's, it's not quite doing the same things? I, it's, it's like, that's why I want to play it. Because like, I want something that scratches itch? that itch. What itch? Yeah, I was say, what is it, like, describe what that itch the is. The grandeur of those games, as well as being sort of, you know, in an interesting world, and there's puzzles, and there's so, sort of interesting stuff going on, but it's like a grand, beautiful, I, big space. Shadow of the Colossus was, like, so much more evocative than sure. this is for sure. me. Um, so much of the, the, the spatiality of, of Shadow of the Colossus was emphasized by the size of those creatures. Yeah. Um, and the ways that they traversed differently than you. Um, here, this place is big and it's, it's very pretty. And there are moments of just like, oh damn, that's real cool. Like, oh snap, that's a bunch of cool towers. Um, but you're like basically, yeah. right, but you're yeah. basically in a cavern or not a cavern, a, um, a canyon or like a gorge or something that there's all of these ruins built inside of or like these old all this old architecture and a lot of that game is spent inside exploring spaces okay. and like trying to get back outside and there's something like you go in for a while and you pop out and then you have to go past a place and all the puzzles are um about oh you can get into a place but trico can't uh and that stuff is fine but like it's it's again like i can't you know in a year when inside came out and yeah understood that every screen was a puzzle and like then you moved on to a new like diorama this feels like uh, exhaustive and like and just so long and i don't know like poorly paced in comparison and that's not again if it came out a decade ago we would all talk about how it was great but it was hard to go back to because our attention spans have changed or something um but it came out today and it, it came out you know this this week and and it's such a different environment um, I will say, going back to the question of controls, Patrick, the one thing I think that this game does really well, or it does a bunch of things, it does a bunch of things really well. Let me just say that also. Um, but one of the things it does really well, and this is also going to frustrate people, is that it's like, it does single player co-op in a way that reminds you that sometimes love is not a two-way street. <laughs> or that like, the things that you love, the people that you love, the animals that you love, don't listen to you that well. You have a baby, Patrick, and you have dogs. Yeah, she, have, she does not right, listen. She does not listen. You have a dog and two cats, yeah. and that dog has been shitting itself nonstop every for a month. Every day, every day, I wake up to a new surprise. Same with my kid. Same, same exact yeah, problem. They're exactly. basically, and same with Trico. Well, Trico does shit itself, but <laughs> Trico also poops. That's an achievement, apparently, that I've good. not yet gotten that Trico poops. If you catch Trico poops, <laughs> well, that's really good. you get a trophy, a gold trophy. That's really um, good. But there's like a lot of moments where it's just like, all right. All you have to do is jump up there. All you, just jump, 
right up there. And it's like, all right. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Right. And like, oh, you are so close. (laughs) Please just jump over there. Um, And there's like a real sense of, of teamwork in the sense that like, when you play a team sport, you have to rely on other people to do what they yes. to do well. You can't just like tell them go do a thing and they'll do it. They have to execute on it. And sometimes Trico don't execute. <laughs> um, there's like communication problems, or he's scared, oh. or and like that stuff is actually really effective if you can be patient. Like it's a game about being patient for someone to figure stuff out. And then there are moments where it's like, oh, he's getting it. Like, jump, jump, jump. Like, yes, you nailed it. He'll never miss a jump. Like, he'll never, like, miss a jump in the sense of, like, once he starts going in the right direction, he doesn't jump far enough or something outside of scripted sequences. Right. But sometimes, like, he's, like, distracted by a smell or, like, is really hungry or, like, just doesn't seem to interpret your commands cl- clearly. Um, and I think that that's really effective and good. And also, it makes me not want to play this game. Sure. Um, because I don't. Well, it's interesting because I think, you know, when Danielle's talking about what she thinks about, she thinks of sort of like awaited games. Like when I think of awaited games, I think of relationships. <laughs> like I think that's what defines like all three of the games. Like certainly like sort of evocative grand uh, uh, sort of like world is part of that. But, you know, when, when I think of this first game, you know, I think of, you know, the relationship between uh, uh, yeah. you and the princess yeah. that you're, uh, you know, escorting through, which is a game that like the relationship it feels a little bit weird as time goes on. <laughs> but like. You know, like the mechanic itself, like there's a whole mechanic designed around building a relationship between them by you holding her hand. Um, and then, you know, in Shadow of the Colossus, like your relationship is between you and the sort of the Colossi and like what it's like to, to kill these sort of beasts yeah. that are off on their own. And so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to in this game is just seeing like how that is explored and changed. And also, in some ways, I'm kind of glad that it feels like a game from nine years ago. There's something sort of fascinating yeah. about the fact that they stuck with the design, like problems and all, like even if that's ends up in some ways being worse for the game and how it's received in 2016. There's kind of something fascinating about a game like that being plucked out of nine years ago and just sort of seeing like in some ways how much things have changed totally and how different games have approached uh, that uh, that makes it uh, I don't know it makes it interesting I don't know if it makes it no. good or better but it makes it, it interesting it's a, it is like a fascinating game to think about all that stuff through we don't get to zoom out and think about games and like the the craft of making games in this this way when we think about eras of game design that often or like we have to put ourselves in in that space this like shoves you into that place yeah, and says yeah. like no 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 remember 10 years ago this would have been dope or like remember <laughs> remember playing Shadow of the Colossus in the game room at college and being like yes. wow look at how big and vast this all is and like Shadow of the Colossus is also a game that's maybe a little too long for its own good. Oh, totally. If you go back to it. It's like, it's um, like four Colossi or, too long. Well, right, <laughs> right. But like, that's also just us speaking from 2016. And like, at the time, I wished it was twice as long. Of course. Because you know? you're in college um, and you have, you have right, time yeah, to totally, do things totally. like that. I know you were life. mentioning something also about sort of, speaking of relationships, yeah. like the relationship between you and an animal that's like not happy all yeah, the time so and like, like having... I, that's a thing. That's I've mentioned happening? before, maybe not on this podcast, but certainly on some podcast or some stream, that like I legit have a weird empathy problem with animals, which is like <laughs> there's a video going around right now on the internet of a dog being tricked by someone who knows magic. Uh, it's like a person who has like a, has like a, a treat on their finger and then goes like boop, and then the, it goes away because the person's a wizard and understands yeah. the uh, esoteric forces around right, us right. and how to manipulate them such natural, so that they can natural trick. philosopher. Yeah. Na- a natural yeah. philosopher, yes. thank you. Yes. Trick small animals. Um, and the dog is like, like where'd my treat go? <laughs> but it like hurts me deep inside. That dog just wanted his treat. And it happens like, so it's like really for me, if a, if a yeah. friend links me a video of like someone hiding food from an animal, I straight up ask them like, 
does the animal get the food at the end of this video? Otherwise, I cannot watch it. <laughs> I can't. Like, it hurts me in my chest. So. What, what was that that whole, uh, there was that uh, me- video meme series happening with cats where people were tricking them with. I hate with it. I hate it. I hate it yeah. so much. And it was, it was actually, like, ethically sort of really questionable because they think, they thought the pickles were snakes, really like, like, as a evolutionary trait. That's so mean. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, and it's not, I want to be clear, like, I'm not making the ethical case against people who make funny videos of animals. <laughs> I am making the emotional case that, like, it's hard, it's strictly hard for me to consume some of that stuff. Um, And so when, like, Trico gets hurt and is whining, and then when the boy character is, like, petting him, so every time Trico gets in a fight, and this happens a lot, and again, this is, like, the overlap of, of kind of um, exhausting game design with this other animal empathy stuff. When Trico gets in a fight, after the fight is over, it just, like, throws a tantrum, and you have to calm it down by climbing on its back and petting it, like, on the head or behind the ears. You can't just, like, be like, you can't just pet its leg and be like, yeah, good enough. Um, And then, like, the boy is like, please calm down, please calm down. Like, in in weird language, I don't think it's Japanese, I think it's a made-up language. Um, Like, all of the team eco stuff. Uh, And so it's just, like, that moment, like, crushes me. It's really hard. It's like wiping the blood out of its fur and feathers. Um, which is really effective and good, but also just, like, the last thing that happened was we fell really, first of all, the last thing that happened was we got to the, the, we got to a point where it was like, oh, we're really high up, and then we got knocked the fuck down, and I just, like, felt bad, I was like, I'm done, like, I don't want to climb this whole thing again, like, it's a, it's not a, it was a set piece again, but, like, I just don't want to, I felt defeated in a way that (laughs) is good, like, they managed to make me feel defeated, but also... I like the trike was all bloody and hurt and wounded oh. and like crying and hungry. I can't. I can't. I don't know. Do if you I'm play gonna... Pokemon? Yeah. Po- uh. Yeah. It's I not do. the same. I mean, the it's... newer ones. There's more petting. Yeah, and I like more the petting. So and, my problem yeah. with the new Pokemon is I can't not do the Pokemon and me after every fight because it says say. I can pet the thing. You can. I'm not. If I you can give it a treat and pet it. I started pet petting it. it. What's it gonna think, Danielle? If I stop petting it suddenly, is it gonna it's think gonna, it didn't do a good job? It's gonna be like he hates me now. Why does what did I do he wrong? He hates me. I didn't use quick quick enough. That's what it was. So I I can't even play the new Pokemon. It's a whole thing. It's a As whole thing. As someone with an actual like anxious animal. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Animal right. who does cry about literally everything. Like if I haven't been holding him for more than two hours a day, he will cry. I hear this. Like it's I'm tough. feeling this in my chest too tough. as we're talking about it. So I think Trico is a really great character and like a yeah. really good. There is like there is some like latent anger issues or like I don't know it might be I don't know. There's some cool stuff in the first act of like what is this thing? You're building this bond. I you know I I have no idea. I'm five hours in, but my prediction from forever ago wasn't that like oh it's going to die, which felt like yeah of course like oh, that's. Um, and I think I'd be fine with it just dying. I'm, I'm worse with it suffering than dying. Yeah. Oh okay, you're fine with uh, that off. Great. Dies. Good to know where the line is with you. Dies, but if it's like suffering, that's bad. That's but I actually think it's I I'm curious. We'll see. Um, and I'm really curious about how the, where the story goes in this game. 
He's like, oh, is it gonna have like, is it gonna be bad? I don't want it to be bad. It would be so much more heartbreaking if it wasn't. If he's it, in like a cage and he's crying. And or no, if he was like me. That's the actual heart- horrific ending I'm afraid of. It's like if it it ends with it ends with Trico eating you. <laughs> well, I mean, that, <laughs> is, the, is this the bad ending you're Trico predicting? Trico has already That's attacked. The high me. Trico has ending. attacked me once. Is what I'll say. Within the first like three hours. Well, yeah, but my, my my dog bites me every once in a while. But I don't think my dog is gonna like consume yeah, my flesh. Yeah, fucking tell that to the and, people uh, in Karnaka who ate, who where the rats yeah. ate them. The rats don't eat people normally. <laughs> yeah, and typically. Then Emily Colvin's gonna knock you out, and then Pixels is gonna come nibble at you, Patrick. Pixels. Pixel. That's that's. <laughs> She, uh, Pixel doesn't have many teeth these okay, days. So good luck. Pixel's not doing Pixel great okay? in the dental department. Uh, yeah, uh, small dogs lose their teeth over time, huh. and eventually, uh, uh, Pixel Chihuahuas can live to twenty oh, years, and they're they're not really supposed. Their bodies are not meant to live that long, <laughs> and so they they aren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they aren't. <sighs> they do. Like at some point, okay. uh, like year fifteen, they're just eating well, mush. Well, so. in the modern world, I guess. I love it. So exactly. What else is going? That's my last Guardian talk. Um, is there anything else popping off over the weekend for you? Uh, Mario Maker 3DS. How's that going? I've been playing a little bit of that. It's actually quite good. Uh-huh. Uh, it's missing the core functionality of actually sort of playing online, like That's making so nice. levels and putting them online, which is, you know, pretty core to the experience. So you, you can download levels from online? You can. Uh, I think there's a friend code thing going on. It, you can collaborate on making levels with a friend code. You can, like work with your buddy. I have Wait, not online? tested that out yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's like a friend code dealio. Okay. I will say this. This is the awesome thing about it. You have hundreds and hundreds of Mario courses available to you anywhere you want. Like, you can be on the bus. Sure. You can be wherever. You can be on the plane and you can be playing Mario I Maker see. levels. Like, good Mario Maker right. levels. Like, there are so, so many that Nintendo has actually sort of curated for your enjoyment. Okay. And that's amazing. And there's actually like a hundred course um, it's, it's not a hundred courses. There's 18 worlds okay. with sort of like four courses in a castle. And you can kind of go through that. That's sort of like the main single player kind of thing. But like if I was, if I had $40 burning a hole in my pocket, yeah. would I be better off getting this or, or like Super Mario, new Super Mario 2 or whatever the last, uh, uh, Mario, Mario 3D uh, 3D, uh, 3D, 3D Land. Land. Yes. Yeah. Great game. Great, great game. game. So like that's one of the things with Nintendo games is like. They're often in a league of their own, but that also means that there's lots of competition in that league. Sure. Um, that's why their games... In their own franchise. Right, like, never yeah. go on sale is because, <laughs> like... Yeah, 3D Land is probably just as good today as it was when it came out. Yeah. Yeah, oh, um, it's fantastic. Honestly, you... Do you love classic 2D Mario because... Right. You might actually really enjoy this. Right. I do. I enjoy both. Platformers are my thing. I love mm-hmm. Mario games. I've been playing them since I was able to hold a controller. So, yes, I am really enjoying this. But again, this is sort of like, I would give this the sort of same recommendation as like the NES Classic, which I know is like, you know, the hot new thing. But if you already have this, you probably don't need a second version, but it's an awesome version of what it is. So there there you have it. Yeah, I just, I I have to imagine they're going to put out like a Mario Maker 2 on the Switch. And so even at this point, you know, I played played Mario Maker for the better part of a year. So I'm fairly... (laughs) I'm not burnt out as much as I just needed to walk away from it for a little while. And th- the compromises in the 3DS version, I think, are fine, especially if you don't have any other choice. You didn't play the Wii U version. But at this point, I'm like, I'd rather just save my money and my time for... That's, that's Pixel. My that's dog Pixel. is shaking that's in the background. Out. Yeah, I can't... If I, I cannot look at Pixel right now, because if I, if I look her in the eyes, if she catches me looking at her, she's in here because she wants to be ah. fed. And so if I look at her, she will... We, she'll engage and she'll be like, all right, it's Start time giving. to feed. And well, she will like, 
If this is like Trico in reverse, yeah. where pixels smaller than you instead of bigger. Oh, exactly. You're the one who's the big scary monster. That's the sequel. You might eat pixel. That's I, what she's afraid of. I don't I, eat pixel. Yeah. <laughs> that would be I, I don't. There's not much. There's not much meat on those bones. <laughs> if the if the apocalypse occurred and all I had was my dog, I might as well just not just not even bother. With her. Great. You know, yeah, we'll just die head. together because she's. I'm not. I'm not going to survive more than a couple oh. hours with what she's got packed. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Patrick. Are you playing anything else uh, over the weekend, or get up to get up? I'm continuing to play a lot of Final Fantasy, but given that we're so tight for time, we're, we're you and I uh, and uh, Mike Diver are going to be doing uh, uh, sort of a little letter thing talking about our experiences with Final Fantasy. But I, I continue to to really enjoy it. I continue to not know what's happening in the story. Um, but I think it's probably a testament to the game that the main story can be so abjectly awful and I'm still having like an, an immense amount of fun yeah. with it. Like it's just, it says a lot about the combat system, says a lot about the world, says a lot about the characters. Um, I, I, I don't like the fact that I feel embarrassed. At, like I literally <laughs> go to different places uh-huh. on the map to refuel my uh, car because if you refuel it and Cindy refuels it, it goes uh-huh. into like a half stripper thing with oh, her, uh, yeah. like sex, se- sensually and sexually filling up your car. It's it's right. it's legitimately embarrassing. Like it's like if I I I don't have no embarrassment about the fact that I play video games for a living. I get embarrassed for video games when I have to like think about like oh my mom's coming over to do like. Christmas tree stuff. If Final Fantasy 15 is on, I better make sure that I go somewhere else to refuel my goddamn right. car so that Cindy doesn't go parading around my big projector. Because uh, it's, 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 yeah. it's just, ugh. it's It's kind of a bummer because Cindy is actually a totally cool character. And like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with her. It's just the way she was dressed by the the, the people who it, made her. It, 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 <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and like, that's how she's always dressed all of the time. It's not a, like, Cindy can. The real Cindy can dress however the yes. fuck she wants. Yes. Cindy, the, the yeah. game character. Cindy can have her own wardrobe, her own feelings about it, totally. etc. Yes. Yes. Cindy, the game character, it does feel excessive yeah. and does feel yeah. like like I don't get we don't get Gladio's pecs up on the up on the uh, the uh, front. I wish he would wash the car, the car like that. No, it's yeah. only her. Like he would kind of do the magic mic, like hump move. Right, there's no he's, magic mic. You know, <laughs> he's like, yes. the it's you know? just sorcerer Cindy. It's no magic oh. mic. Oh. So uh, yeah, it's other than that, the game is, is solid. And I mean, I also I've also spoken to some people who have returned to their their question of just like, really, could you only do this game with four dudes? Could you really only do this game with four dudes? Could there not have been a lady in this party a in a series bro. that yeah. has historically had a bunch of really cool female characters? And I'm still very early, but I haven't yet hit the thing where it's like, oh no, it's such a deep dive on masculinity that it had to be four bros. Um, Cindy could have easily been one of those bros. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've, uh, I've heard you know I'm curious to see how the story ends up playing out because for, for friend, you know friends of mine that that have finished it they you know they say look okay the story is a complete mess and you probably should go watch the CG movie but don't watch it because it's bad like it only gives you context it's not a good CG film like it's it's just clearly stuff they cut from the game's first oh, wow. act and then crammed into a film uh, to give you something else to 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 understand the world but. It has been argued that by the end, like, you truly come to care about, like, the four characters and their plight. So 
I, you know, I'm not saying that's going to excuse like what has historically been like a series that has like pr- spread gender pretty equally uh, in an interesting way. Um, but I am at least curious to see if they if they made that decision, how it does or doesn't pay off at the end. Like maybe, maybe there is something about it that's like, yeah, like I'm glad it was these four characters and they they chose to go this route. Um, or maybe it seems like a missed opportunity. I'm deeply curious. Um, I also just briefly started playing Let It Die last night. Oh, how's that? Um, it's weird. So Suda51 put out a yeah. game yep. this weekend for free. Did he, though? Like, I feel like he is the equivalent of, yeah. like, J.J. Abrams, in which his name goes on a lot of things, but it's unclear which yeah, ones he, he actually worked on. Yeah. This feels pretty fucking Suda. There are, like, 100 J-Rock songs in this. And, okay. Uh, there's a guy. there's a guy who's your friend whose name is Uncle... Is it just Uncle Death? It might just be Uncle Death, who's like a, a Latinx. I'm good with that. Like a, La- a Latino, like, skeleton man sure. who has, like, x ray specs and, like, a skateboard. Good. Um, and then you visit him at uh, an arcade where you are also there, Patrick. So, Sue to put You're out in a this game. game. Okay. Um, yeah. As a okay. pro gamer who gives you tips about this game. Oh, yeah. And that explains yeah. why I was getting these uh, the photos over the weekend from people like, hey, what's up? Why are you in Let It right. Die? I'm like, what? Uh, okay. And Uncle Death is like, I don't think that's his name. It's, um, it's Uncle something. Uh, Can it? I wish it was Uncle Death though, because whatever it is is not going to be as good as Uncle, Uncle Death. Or something? No, like, it's not. It's just he okay. has a, a Latino accent, sure, but he sure. isn't necessarily. I think it's Uncle Death. It's Uncle Death. It's, it's Uncle, Uncle Death. Death. Okay, good. Yeah. That's a great oh, name. Like add that, add that to our list of game of the year considerations. So. Best, name, <laughs> Best name, Uncle so Death. He is like, take a seat. You're living in this weird post-apocalyptic Tokyo, and there's a tower made up of other buildings. It's a weird... It reminds me of, like, the Persona 4... No, the Persona 3 tower that's in the middle of Tartarus or whatever, in the middle of that. Um, and you have to, like, go in there and kill people, and it's a Dark Souls in there. It's a, it's a roguelike Dark Souls, sort of. Um, that's my, like, super reductive yeah. meets, meets, meets. Um, and Uncle Death is like, all right, sit down here, and then I'm going to project weird virtual reality into your head from a beetle. There's a okay. beetle nearby that can shoot VR beams into your eyes. And then you take on a weird body that's like a hyper robot human body. It's very strange. Um, you get weapons. There's crafting. It's. I have to put more time into it. It sounds interesting. I, I'm just. I'm shocked that we've made it this far into the podcast and not talked about the fact that NAC two was announced over NAC the weekend. NAC two happened. NAC two is happening. Yeah. Na- yeah. NAC two is happening. happening. Get knacked. Get knacked. I hate NAC. I don't. I just. We only had seventy-two games for our seventy-two-hour stream. I wasn't gonna let one of those games be knack. If it had been knack too, if if, mm. if Mark Cerny had been like mm. in Austin, I'm gonna give you an exclusive demo for knack too. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, word Mark, because I help Mark and I talk sometimes. You know, just on the side, we're like friends we just have chats. or whatever. We just have Mark chats. Yeah, yeah, Cerny Mark chat. chat chatting. Yeah. With Cerny, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Chat yeah. with Cerny. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I would have totally. But Nack one, Nack chat, Nack's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna play that we game, play, Austin. We, we should do a co-op play playthrough of. Oh, we're playing all the way through Nack. I hear, I hear that game. I hear that game is exceptionally it's long. long. Nack is really long. Like we're talking. Like, how is this game still going? How can this game continue right. existing? Two hours of Nack. Let's go. Good. We're gonna get all the trophies. Good. Uh, what else? What else? Yeah, here's our platinum run of Mac. That seems like a great way to just <laughs> end our, our lives. Yeah. Anything else come from uh, PSX? Worth La- mentioning? Last it was Last of Us, two? which you uh, well, yeah. the, I, I would say maybe one thing to end on would be yeah, the Last of Us and and the Uncharted DLC reveal, which 
uh, Austin, you uh, wrote a, a brief piece I on did. it. I did. I found that it was like Saturday night, and I was like, Friday night. I don't know, Saturday, Saturday night. night. I was yeah. like, I got to write about this. There was a, a Last of Us to reveal, and there was also the Uncharted The Lost Legacy, yeah. which is a standalone. Starring Chloe. Starring Chloe and Nadine. Nadine Which Ross. is Claudia Black. Well, not Nadine. No. Chloe is Claudia Black. And, and Nadine is uh, Laura Emily. Bailey. Yes. Her. Which is. You're getting me really confused right okay. now. <laughs> All these names. There's a lot of names. Yeah. Um, so there was this trailer, and I think that the trailer was effective at communicating that it's going to be a really pretty Uncharted game by this team, yeah. Donnie Dog, who does really great stuff for for what they're trying to do. And it, it just it brought into focus why I've never connected with those games the way a lot of people have, which okay. is, and like here's like the boiled down version of it. They evoke really big spaces better than I think anybody else in the business does it. Like, lived-in places. Like, their cities feel like real places. And then there's only one way to do anything in them. Yeah. And, like, that's... That, that is disjointed to me in a way that, like, the Gears of War series, which also is super linear, does not feel disjointed. Mm-hmm. I've always been cool with Gears of War just being an arena and then move forward and there's an arena and you do this and then someone opens a door and then there's another <laughs> arena. There's no, I can see the artifice. They know I'm seeing the artifice. There's no pretense at it not being artifice. Um, right. It's like looking at a movie set that you know is a movie set right. versus being in something that you, everybody kind of knows what it is, but it's so well designed to be what it is. That right. It's not, that it's not yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Or like Titanfall, the, mm. other thing, the thing that like Titanfall 2 this year did is like, it's still super linear, but at every point I feel like I have lots of options for what verbs I'm using. You get into a room and it's like, right. hold this room for 10, for, for three minutes and like, okay, I can do that a bunch of different ways depending on what my loadouts are, depending on how mobile I want to be, depending on if I want to kind of hold my position and just like take pot shots like and and so there's lots of ways for me to engage with that with that really cool area um but in the uncharted series everything i've played i'm not finished four um and i hear four is more open in this regard but as if, if, if nothing about it is right, going to change right. like i i you know i i didn't so, particularly care for uncharted four and i, I liked two and that was right. about it but any the, your your concerns about naughty dog's approach is will right. not change and, and in i four. respect their approach i don't diss anybody who likes their approach it just it, it bugs me right. the same way that the animal empathy thing it's just like something that's hardwired into my brain yeah. and the way that this trailer hits hits this is that like there's early on you, you see that that um uh, the main character Chloe, who is at that point disguised in hijab, which is like a whole other There's conversation that we yeah. have. Yeah. Um, she uh, looks at her phone and sees, "Oh, I have to get to this red door somewhere in the city." She like th- goes past some guards, sneaks around, finds the red door, and it's framed so beautifully in this like hole that's been cut into uh, a wire fence. A, a, yeah. a, a yeah, whatever that's called. Um, and then, like, it's like, oh, wow, that's, like, a cool moment from a movie. Like, I get it. Like, there it is, but it's, there's this fence between her and it, and, like, it, she'll have to figure out how to get over there. And then, like, she just, like, turns to the right three steps, and the camera pans, and it's just like, oh, there's another fence that you can crawl under. And, like, that's not how cities work. Like, that's one way a city can work. Yeah. There are all these other ways that, that cities – and the only reason I bring that up is because it feels like there should be all these other ways based sure. on how beautiful and well-rendered that city is. And, like, that's the, mi- the mismatch for me. It's not little narrative dissonance. It's, just, it's like, aesthetic – it's, like, little aesthetic totally. di- uh, dissonance, right? Like, the, the way I want to play doesn't match up with the way the world looks. And that's always been my beef mm. with them. And I'm cool with that. Like, if that's not a thing that bugs you. But 
it's from bugging me. So it was good to finally be able to figure out how to talk about that. I wish we had more time to yeah. get into it. I definitely, I'm, I'm excited about Last of Us right. two, Part, whatever, The Last of Us Part 2. I know it's totally. like a whole specific thing, the way it's named, but uh, yeah, we can talk about it some other time. We will. Uh, I'm going to save this question yeah. for Friday. Sounds good. Uh, uh, someone wrote in with a really good question, but I'm gonna, we, we got to wrap it up. So I'm going uh, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna start wrapping it up. Thank you, yeah. Danielle. Thank you, Patrick. Where can people find you on the internet? Find me uh, at Patrick Klupik. Uh, and at, at P, P, on Facebook, uh-huh. on Facebook, uh, P Klepik, P, is that yeah, a thing? P-clap, Are we doing that? P Klepik, P P Klep, P Klep. You can find me at P Klep. Yeah, Danielle, what about Sorry. you? Sorry, uh, Danielle or I on Twitter, and a Danielle Rando writer on Facebook. Fancy, Got I'm that one. Austin Walker Games on Facebook, Austin underscore Walker on Twitter. You can find everything Waypoint does at twittercom Waypoint, at uh, facebookcom Waypointvice at waypoint.vice.com, at waypoint.zone, at digitalpyramids.com, at bazinga.zone. Yeah, it keeps going. It keeps going. <laughs> uh, Shout-outs to Tim Barnes, our producer. Tim, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at timbarnes451. T- timbarnes451. That's Hell a yeah. sure which jokes burn. Right. Which, I like that. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> Tim is great. Tim is good. Tim's also engineering the podcast for us these days. Yeah. And then, and then uh, you can also Bowen, Bowen. Waypoint.zone slash Bowen B-O-E-N He did the music Dope music Thank you Bowen Keep it up We love you all We'll be back on Wednesday For a live stream I think Mike Diver Will be streaming actually On Wednesday yeah, From right. a pub in the UK Yeah They let it happen it's, Anything can happen <laughs> Alright We'll talk to you guys soon Peace When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.